So every now and then we get to speak to a South African who we've seen on TV, who is someone that we look up to and someone that's going to share their story with us, maybe to inspire us, but also just to, to, to share. Um, we look up to all these people, but I think we often forget that they're normal everyday people, right? And today, such person is, he won. Uh, Mark my famous. His name is Chesman Ray, Chesman Reuters. And he has something really cool coming up, which we're going to chat about. Um, we're also going to chat about his love for R&B, his love for gospel, his love for music in general, and his journey. But for now, good morning. Hi, Chesman. Good morning. And good morning to all the beautiful listeners out there. Oh my goodness. You are already a ray of sunshine. I feel like you are <laughs> Thank you. such a happy soul like I can just feel you oh thank you thank you (laughs) okay so Cheson let's go back to the beginning um tell me how did you find your way into music how how did it start for you okay for music started for me in church I remember I was 10 years old and I used to sing in the house with a vacuum extension pipe singing gospel (laughs) while my parents were out there cleaning um, and then one Sunday, my dad called me up to stage and said, today you are singing to the people. And I nervously had to walk to the front, sing a gospel song by C.C. Winans. And after church, I remember telling my parents that this is what I want to do. Um, we went on. I took music as a subject on school. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't take music further after school because my parents felt like you're doing education. Um, so I went to university. Um, I dropped out just before I got my degree because I felt like if I want to be happy in life, I have to do what I want to do. And I wanted to make music. And I literally came back home from university. And literally two weeks after after I came back, Emo called me to say that, listen, you are part of the top 48 of Marketing Famous. And that's what happened for me. And now I'm doing what I love. Okay, I've got to ask you though, because I I dropped out of high school to pursue my dreams. And um, I know a lot of people always say you can't tell people that because you're going to inspire other kids to do the same thing. But I am going to say it was the best decision I ever made. I can hear it was the best decision you ever made. But if you could go back, would you finish your degree? Definitely, definitely. I believe that it's important these days to get something behind you mm-hmm. and to get a degree just to make sure. Don't be wild and just drop out. Make mm-hmm. sure what you want to do with your life first. Because there's a there's a difference between being um, reckless and not caring and actually um, making a decision for yourself. So make sure what you want to do first before you drop out Um, because you have to get something behind your name. So I would definitely go back to university because so much of what I learned in class, um, I had psychology as as one of my major subjects. So much of what I learned in class is what what I'm currently experiencing. So what I learned in class is helping me today. So please, 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 please make sure before you make decisions. Cheswin, you know, in the music industry and in the entertainment industry, I I think a lot of people don't realize that before that one yes, before that Emo Adams call, there's a lot of no. You hear no more than you hear anything else. You hear no more than you hear hello. And I just, I wanted to chat a little bit about that because obviously you had some no's. Um, Yeah. Can you talk me through one or two of them and how you kept going and how you didn't let those no's make you think, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should be doing something. Yeah. 
Um, what people don't know about me is that I took, I had music for a while. I was hustling for a while before Mark Me Famous. Um, I did, I remember in 2017, I did Idols essay and I didn't get past the pre-auditions. And that's where I decided like, listen, music is not for me. I'm stopping now. I'm quitting. I'm not doing it ever again. Um, and then my parents told me that you're going to get no's. But you will have to push on. You will have to work harder. Then the year after that, I did SS Got Talent and fell out just before the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that if you are going to quit after every no, then this is not for you. So push on, work harder. You only get one shot and you don't know what opportunity is for you. So you will have to deal with no's. You will have to do, deal with doors closing in your face, but pick yourself up, carry on, um, and work hard on your craft. So I definitely had to deal with no's and with people um, telling me that this is not for you. Even in Mark Me Famous, I got messages of people saying like, can you please just drop out of this competition? This is not for you, but you will have to push on because this is your dream and no one else can work as hard on your dream as you. So don't ever give up. So obviously when you put yourself in a position of a reality show, like Mark My Famous or SS Got Talent or whatever, you're, you're opening yourself up to the negative criticism because not everyone yeah, is going to like you. But, Chesman, you're also a human being with feelings. How did you read <laughs> those things and still be okay with yourself and not take them in? Because I know, and even friends of mine, we often talk about it, there can be 10,000 nice comments and one bad yeah. one, and that one one bad one is the only one that you believe. How did you deal with that? The first, the first 10 comments destroyed me. Um, I can remember I went to my room after the first episode and I read the comments and I was, I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. But mm-hmm. I realized that um, people always have something negative to say, whether you are doing something extremely good or something bad. People always say something. Um, and people will always be jealous. So work through it. And then I started not reading the comments. I started staying away from social media. I got depressed and stuff. And then I realized that no man, let this push you to work harder and push you to um be better every time you get on stage. I think that you are very, very wise, my friend. You you are doing <laughs> a lot you. better than I did when I was your age. <laughs> Jason, I want to talk a little bit about music because within this industry, um, gospel singers are not the singers that are the stars and playing massive stadiums and going to the VMAs, you know, gospel is still kind of that one, eh, you know, we listen to it and we buy the albums, but we don't talk about it and we don't celebrate it at all. I mean, I was talking to my dad about it and he also said he loves gospel music, but we never... We'd rather talk about Miley Cyrus or Ariana Grande or Majesty. Oh, that breaks not. But you know what I'm saying? And it's, I think it's just everyone. So within this industry, you gave up this career in education. You're in this industry. Yeah. You did mock my famous. And now you choose to go on this path that has, it's like the, the less traveled one. Why gospel <laughs> music? Um, because gospel is what I started with. And 
I remember people always telling me that don't forget your roots, don't forget where you started. And I always knew that I will always go back to gospel because that's the biggest influence in my life. And I remember being in Mark Me Famous and Emo saying, um, one of the comments he made was, um, I want to go to that church where you are. And that stood out for me because um, I've been out of gospel for a good minute, but people still seeing that there's gospel in me made me realize that that's what you have to do. Um, so as much as I do different types of music, gospel will always be my first love. And with with gospel, um, I need, because I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone that does gospel. A lot of people draw their music and their lyrics from real life lived experience. Is it the same with gospel? Where do you draw the the message from? Where do you draw the lyrics from? Okay, so um, the thing is, you have to understand your Bible and you have to understand the word. So I, I go into my deep emotions. I go into what the Bible says we are supposed to do. So with gospel, I draw my, my energy and stuff from what the Bible teaches me. Um, so yeah, that's where you get your inspiration and stuff. Could you, do you think that you could write a love song or a heartbreak song as a gospel song? Uh, that's difficult. <laughs> um, that's difficult. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay. I don't know but maybe... I know that I'm able to turn any song into a gospel song. <laughs> well, there you go. We're going to have our first <laughs> love album or heartbreak album coming from <laughs> Chez and Ray. <laughs> but I do think, you know, what? And, and, and I'm personally not religious, but I do find a lot of peace in scriptures. Um, and the message is beautiful and the message is true. Yeah. And I do think that if you were going through a breakup and there was a song that you could lean into with those kind of messages, um, I think it would be really helpful personally. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing that kept me sane, sane during breakups and stuff, reading scriptures and stuff. So yeah, well, you should focus. You should focus on your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking about gospel, speaking about you, uh, I want to talk about this event that you have coming up on the 20th of September. What is it? Oh, yeah. How do we watch it? Tell me everything. Okay, so a few months ago, this is the part that nobody knows. I moved to Cape Town from where I lived in Brewster. Um, obviously, moving away from family and stuff is pretty difficult. And then lockdown happened. And then I was completely stranded and alone. Um, and I literally had to sit and think of what my future plans are. What is it that I want to do? Because I gave up my studies. I, I pursued music. And now I'm here, sitting, stranded, whatever. And I decided, I took these few months to just get myself at this place where I, I think of what I want to do. And I decided, like in March already, that September I want to come out and release new music, release shows. And Lunchtime Life is where I take people on my journey. Because most people only saw the part where the cameras went off after winning Mark Me Famous and they don't know what happened for the rest of the year. So I'm taking people on my journey, what I've been through, um, my experience. Um, so that is what I'm doing with Lunchtime. And also I'm taking them on the journey even before Mark Me Famous because there's obviously a lot of stories that people don't know about me. So I'm taking them on my journey. I'm releasing new stuff, releasing new content. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, 
tickets are 70 rand. It's happening on the 20th of September, um, 2 o'clock. So you can watch the show in the comfort of your own living room with your Sunday meal, with your family, with your cook sisters, whatever. Um, yeah, and we're having a lecture show. I'm really, really excited. I feel like it's not just about the music. I think this that's, is going to... It's not, yeah. This is going to be such an adventure into who you are and where you're going. Yeah. And artisans, celebrities or whatever you call it, um, don't normally do that to take their fans into, into their emotions, into their stories. Yeah. So it's, it's something super personal and super intimate. And I'm willing to do that. Um, how do you prepare for something like that? <sighs> <laughs> you have to delve into your deepest emotion and go into your deepest feelings and stuff and put it on paper. I had to literally sit overnight and it took me three nights just to put this show on paper. Um, so it, it's, it's something personal for me. And I'm so scared of crying at this show. You should cry, Chisholm. It makes you real and it makes you human. And I love that emotion. <laughs> no, you should. If you feel like crying, you should cry, friend. You should always feel Thank the you. feelings. And I am here for the feelings. Okay, so tickets are available on, on, on Quickets. Um, do you have a Facebook yeah. page? Do you have an Instagram? Where can we follow you? Okay, my Instagram handle is Tiswinray. Um, Facebook the same, Twitter the same. You can go onto YouTube. Go follow, go like, support, please, family. Um, we say this a lot that we have to support local, but when it comes to the deed, we actually don't. So please go out, follow, go support, go buy your ticket. And just think of it as this could be your son. This is so true. Or your brother, or you one day. Yeah, you know? definitely. So oh support gosh. and do the things. I love this. Good luck for Sunday. I hope that it sells out and that everyone Thank loves you. it. I hope that you don't cry too much, but I hope you cry a little bit because I think it's good to <laughs> but cry. But you will be there to cry with me, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to cry with you. I'm cry all Sunday with my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Chisholm, thank you so much. Do you have any last um, words of wisdom for us? Oh, definitely. Um, my song, A Reason, says that you only get one shot. And that's what I want to remind people of. You get one opportunity in life to change your entire life. And everything depends on what you do with the opportunities that you get. So to all the youngsters out there, um, use the opportunities and the platforms that you get. Whether your opportunity is matric, whether your opportunity is university, use the moments that you get to make yourself better. Because if we don't succeed, we cannot blame anybody else except yourself for not using the opportunities that you got. So make the best of it. Keep working hard, stay focused and much love.